If you're a fan of the huge hit Netflix series, Cheer, then you're in for a real treat today. Summer Wilkinson, a member of the Navarro College cheer team in 2018 to 2019, was on the team during the pilot season of the Emmy-nominated docuseries that swept the nation and kept everyone entertained during the first couple months of COVID-19, including myself. Summer shares with me what it was like to be on Navarro cheer, how much hard work went into preparing for and staying on the team, and also her unique experiences as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints at a school where she was only one of a few members of her church. Summer's stories of dedication to her sport, her schooling, and her faith are so inspiring. And if you're looking for something uplifting today, I know you're going to love my episode with her. So today, fans of the Netflix series Cheer are going to love this interview because I am interviewing Summer Wilkinson, who was a Navarro cheerleader. Say hi, Summer. Hi. And I'm just so grateful that she is taking the time to talk to me today. So Summer, let's start off with where you grew up and just kind of your background and like your family and all of those things for people who don't know you. Okay. So I was born in uh, Gilbert, Arizona, so my family's all down from there, and um, I still claim that, like, I was only there for, like, since I was, like, two years old, but I love to say Arizona, because, I don't know, I just love hot weather, and just being in Arizona has good memories when we visit, but um, my family's all from there. Then we moved to Draper, Utah. We, I grew up in Utah my whole life. Mm-hmm. And then the past six years, I've been in Texas. So Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And so you moved to Texas your yes. sophomore year? And yeah. was this for cheer? Yes. <laughs> wow. It was all for cheer, kind of. Well, we also had some family here in Fort Worth, Texas. Mm-hmm. So we, and then my dad's job over here and it just all happened. And, um, it's always been a dream of mine to come to Texas and cheer. So it was just crazy that it actually happened. Wow. So at what age did you gain a love for cheerleading? And when, when was this, are you one of those that like, as soon as you were walking, you were tumbling or how did that all start? No, actually, I was, like, really slow to it. Like, growing up, though, I have a lot of brothers. I'm, like, one of six. So mm-hmm. I was group with all the boys. And so I knew to, like, fight and do all that stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, I didn't start until I was 12, actually, um, tumbling, which is pretty late, everyone yeah. says. But um, I just did a lot of sports. I did like, I was always running around. Um, I love to race like uh, in middle school, they had like a little like jogathon thingy or. Yeah, um, all my kids love the jogathon. Really? That's cool. you know those? Yes. Yes, I love those. And I'd always like beat all the boys and stuff. And that was my favorite thing. And I do like monkey bars and all that. So, but until I was 12, I didn't really start. Okay. So 12 years old, you start tumbling, you start doing, you have like this interest in cheer. Mm-hmm. And then, 
so where did you become even aware? Because you said that you wanted, it was this dream of yours to go to Texas to cheer. So where did that interest start? Um, so, okay. So I started when I was 12 and have you heard of uh, Jolly's gymnastics at all? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I started out and I loved tumbling there. And when I was like the next year, like 13, I was like, Oh my gosh, I got into, um, all-star cheer. And that's when it like started like getting popular. Like not a lot of people knew about it. Mm-hmm. and there was um this gym called Max Cheer and that's where I started but um I found out from Carly Manning she was like my true inspiration she's like got me into cheer and Gabby Butler too so Gabby Butler and Carly Manning really like I'd watch all their like stretching videos and like flying and tumbling and I was like oh my gosh they're so amazing I want to be just like them and like little did I know I actually got to cheer on the same team with Gabby Butler at Navarro so she's so amazing so that was fun that's awesome so this was all like a YouTube thing that you're watching on YouTube okay yeah I guess so or just like I guess when Instagram started because they're really popular on Instagram and so yeah when I found out from them, I just watched all their cheer videos. I have a question though about how you were raised because there's no way that you could transition into a really competitive cheerleading squad without having grown up as a really hard worker. So what did you learn in your home as far as hard work or determination or what were the things that your parents instilled in you that allowed you to be able to take on something that was a really serious commitment? like that? Um, I'd say, well, my parents are my role models. They're my example. They have taught me to, and just being like a member of the church, like I've just always known that like, if you work hard and you put in all your effort, like Heavenly Father, he's going to help you the rest of the way. But if you don't put in that effort, then he can't help you because you're not doing your part. You have to meet him halfway so you can both work together. And so I've always done that through schoolwork and um, sports and um, just everything, like try the best I can and give it all and hope for the best because you never know what's down the road. So that's how I've um, always thought. (laughs) I love that answer so much. And for anyone who's listening who doesn't know, Summer is referring to the church that we both belong to, which is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We had a little pre-recording conversation about our mutual friend, Lindsay, who um, connected us. Yeah, Lindsay Bird Nelson. So, And Lindsay's Instagram is the Lindsay Report, and she puts all kinds of fun, really useful tips and helpful information on Instagram all the time. But she and I have been friends since our freshman year at BYU. So she connected me wow. this summer. So yeah, we've been friends for a long time. So, but I love going back to your answer. I love your answer about that you were taught that if you do your part, then Heavenly Father can help you make up the rest. And I believe that with my whole heart. And in fact, even just last night, I committed to making dinner for a neighbor who's um, her her grandfather just passed away from COVID yesterday and she was really oh, sad and I saw her and she was telling me about it. And so I sent her a text in the middle of the day and said, hey, I'd love to bring dinner over tonight if that's okay. 
but I have a brand new baby and four kids and I'm dealing with a lot here. So I, right around dinner time, I was starting to feel stressed, like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. And after like the meal all came together, we delivered all the hot food. And then I just looked at my husband after and said, there is no way I did that all on my own. I just like Heavenly Father totally helped me to just get it all done and get it over to her house right at dinner time. And so although we're talking about two completely different things, I feel like that is such a true principle that if you're willing to work really hard, that Heavenly Father can help you achieve a lot. So I love, 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 love that answer. So tell me about how you became a Navarro cheerleader. How did that happen? Oh my, okay, that is crazy. I don't even know. Like just thinking about how it all happened is seriously such a blessing. But like, um, let's see. So I actually, so I came here to Texas to be on a competitive cheer team called Cheer Athletics. Their mm-hmm. gym is Cheer Athletics. And um, I tried out and I made one of their level five teams and I was super excited. And the only downside was I found out practices were all held on Sundays. And I was just like devastated because I was like, in Utah, they'd never had anything on Sundays. Like they always make it like a family day, a day of rest. And um, when I found out about that, I was like, just looking at um, um, all kinds of other like LDS, um, like athletes, I guess. Mm-hmm. and just praying about it fasting and like what should I do because like I knew that I'd have to travel and um because I lived a little bit further away from CA and I'd have to leave my family a lot and then competitions would be a lot on Sundays and um I was like I don't know if that's worth it like putting that um cheer over like family and Sunday and my one of our good family friends like it was so weird so many people were coming up to me and like what are you gonna do like asking me about it and one of our good friends he gave me this like talk on this um LDS soccer player and I forgot his name he was so good but he decided to not practice on Sunday and that was like the best decision he's ever made and he ended up I forgot what he did but he became like super happy and just content and he knew that his choice was meant for him and he had different opportunities down the road and I think like a family in the future and stuff like that so just things that will last forever you know and that mean a lot and so I told my coach I was like you know what I told her I was like I'm just not gonna I really want to be a part of this team but I'm going to have to pass um Sundays are super important to me and her response was just the sweetest thing ever she was like oh my gosh I'm Catholic and I've had to give up going to church and reading my scriptures and like all that well she decided she'd do like scripture reading on her way to cheer athletics because it was a few hours of a drive Mm -hmm. to get there but she's like I miss going to church so much so she's like I know how you feel but like I think you made a good decision and I knew like that was definitely the Holy Ghost just telling me like I made a good decision and so I was super happy about that but also devastated but you know that's how my cheer I came all here for that for CA and then just to say no (laughs) (laughs) wow I was just like I don't know what to do so I did 
cross country my senior year and I just would do tumbling at this place called Metroplex here in Texas. And one of the coaches, I love him so much. His name's Darren. And he cheered for University of, of Hawaii and also Navarro, like way back then. Um, I forgot what year. I forgot what year he cheered there. I should know that. He's going to be mad. <laughs> but um he's like you should go to Navarro and I was like what what is this place I was like I've never heard of Navarro and he's like it's in Corsicana and I was like oh my gosh a little country town I can't do that (laughs) and because I was like a huge city girl and um he's like you know you need to check it out they're amazing and so I looked them up and um, I saw all their videos and how they've had like 13 national championships and then three few grands. So I was like, wow, this team is amazing. How have I not heard of them? And so that's when I started my senior year to get ready again for cheer for Navarro. That's so awesome. So you feel like that was it all kind of... I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like you're saying that there was a plan, even though at the time when you turned down the first opportunity, it almost felt like, why did this all happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of confused. I was like, why am I here in Texas? Like, I just wanted to cheer at cheer athletics, but I made that choice. And I'm like, just doubting everything. And then I just decided to keep working hard and, you know, not... I didn't let go of cheer. Like I still just did tumbling on my own and stuff. And even though it was really hard because I love being on a team and like, you know, just feeling like, like competing and having fun and like working, getting new skills and being around people. I was like, you know, I guess I just have to um, go my own way and keep practicing. And then that opportunity came up out of nowhere. So that was just crazy. So then what happened? You showed up to practice or you kind of found out like what the expectations were and you started working toward that or how, how did that all come together? Um, so after he told me about it, I was super excited and I recognized some like, I recognized Gabby Butler. I was like, oh my gosh. And um, some other famous cheer people. And I was like, wow, this team is really good. And so um, I came down for tryouts in person. Not even like, well, I guess back then I wasn't really, I was like, well, there's probably like when I showed up, there wasn't like a lot of people. So I was like, oh, this isn't too big of a deal. And um, I tried out and um, after what happened. So one of the assistant coaches, like so many people are coming up to me and like telling me you did so good. Oh my gosh. And I was like, really? Like, like, I don't think I'm that good. Like, no. I was like, oh, I'm just kind of here, like, hope it works out. But I was nervous too. And I don't know, I was just like mixed feelings. Like, I don't know, because like, I hadn't planned on like Navarro being my dream, like cheer mm-hmm. place, you know, like, I wasn't like, that wasn't like my dream. Like, I didn't have that set in my mind. Like, that's where I want to go. So I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. And then um, some of the people on the team texted me and I got to talk to the coach and I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like everyone's so nice to me. And after when I found out I made it, like one of the other girls, she told me, she's like, yeah, there was a ton of people 
who did like video tryouts and that weren't able to make it. So I didn't see like nearly like half of the people that tried out. And mm-hmm. she's like, there were so many people. So, and I was like, what? I made it out of all those people. Like it was crazy. So I was like, if I would have known how many people like actually were trying out, I probably would have been way more nervous. So yeah. that was, yeah. <laughs> so wow. I was actually happy about that. I didn't really like, because when I get like in those situations, I get really nervous and I don't know. So that was good. I wasn't as nervous, but. Okay, you guys, we are in the full swing of going back to school, doing virtual learning. Neil and I are working from home and we have two babies in this house. It is madness to say the least. So one of the things that stresses me out the most during the day is that like three to four o'clock time when I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we going to eat for dinner? So I want to introduce you to literally the very best meal subscription plan that I've ever tried, and it's called Green Chef. So Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that offers you meal plans. So meal plans include paleo, plant-powered, keto, balanced living. There's something for everyone. There's even a family plan, which I obviously love because it's food that I can easily make for Neil and me, but my girls will also eat it too. So I love that Green Chef allows you to choose from a wide variety of easy-to-follow lifestyles and select organic ingredients. And the ingredients come pre-measured, pre-prepped, perfectly portioned. They're just super easy to use. And then everything is handpicked and delivered right to your door. So it just makes it really easy. It cuts out like those extra grocery trips. And I love that I can have them in the fridge and I know that I have something easy to make. It's going to take me 30 minutes or less and the whole family is going to eat it. And I love that it takes out meal planning, grocery shopping, and the food prep for the week. So it's just solving a lot of problems for me at the same time. And then I also know that I'm still staying within the macros that I want to stay in. I'm eating as healthy as I want to eat. And I'm feeding really good fresh ingredients to my children, which is really important to me. The first meal that I made, I was absolutely blown away. I was like, this is the very best meal plan meal I have ever made. And I mean, just way better than anything else I've ever experienced within this same realm. And Neil absolutely loved it too. So if you want to try out Green Chef, of course, I have a deal for you. You just go to greenchef.com slash mintarrow80 to get $80 off your first month plus free shipping on your first box. Or you can use code mintarrow80 to get that $80 off your first month and free shipping. So one more time, it's greenchef.com slash mintarrow80 to redeem and for more details. When you started cheering at Navarro, was it like, were you surprised at the level of, you know, intensity there? Were there things that you weren't prepared for? Or just tell me what that experience was like. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, I've never been on a team that works so hard. And just like, all different kinds of people could like... (laughs) I like grew up in Utah, so like I feel like I was kind of in this little bubble. Yep. <laughs> and coming to Texas was just a good experience for me and like being around different people and I I got to meet so many cool people and yeah, it was an awesome experience, but also very hard. Like our coach is amazing. She's awesome, but like she works you to death. So yeah. and I like hard work, but oh my gosh, I've never worked that hard. So like literally my whole life was just cheer that year. Yeah. (laughs) So it was like, we'd have practices during the day and then we'd have practices 
at night too. So it was like double practices. And then if she was wanting an extra practice here and there, she would call us in to this like gym that was around the corner from our campus. It like it's called CTA and we go tumble over there at night. And sometimes it'd be like, you never knew what to expect. Like sometimes it'd be like death practices, like all nighters. <laughs> or sometimes it'd be like short practices. So you're like, please just be a good practice. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Wow. Yeah. It was a lot of work. And and then on top of that we had like football games to go to and basketball games and right. soccer. Right. So you're you're doing double practices, you're cheering at all of these athletic events. And then on top of that, you have to be a student too, right? You're studying yes. for class, you're studying for tests, you're trying to like consume information for to pass your classes. Yeah. That has to just be crazy. I know just a little taste of that from having been a piano performance student at BYU for my first three semesters where it was a little, I mean, I'm sure nothing like what you experienced, but a little bit similar in that I had to find time hours a day to practice the piano on top of going to class and studying and taking tests. And so I'm sure... I can't even imagine, though, having to squeeze in double practices and all these athletic events and then try to be a student as well. So I'm wondering, what do you feel like? Because I feel like probably young girls are going to watch cheer and think like, oh, I want to do that. That looks so fun. It looks so glamorous. It looks that's that's my new dream. That's what I want to do. What Mm -hmm. did you give up to be a Navarro cheerleader? What do you feel like? Um, people don't see as far as like what you're sacrificing to be part of something like that? You have to put in a lot of work to get in there. So I kind of gave up hanging out on weekends and um, seeing friends. Like they'd always be like, oh, let's hang out. And I'm like, sorry, I have to like, I'm getting ready for tryouts. And like, I got to go tumble. And I'd go in like every single day to my tumbling gym and I'd be there all night. Like, um, there's just like this tumble hour class that I go to, but my coach would let me stay later, um, with another one of my friends and we would just tumble all night. Cause we were like, she, cause she was trying out for, um, uh, another school. And so she was like, we're both really stressed and we're all like, okay, we got to tumble every single night. So I had a give up hanging out with friends and sometimes I did have to miss um mutual night I guess on Wednesdays and stuff I try I try to usually make that because that was important to me too yeah (laughs) and I don't know just always doing that and just cheer in school that's it's a lot of work but you have to be like very really determined I guess and know what you want so yeah What do you feel like kept you grounded or kept you sane during all of this? Because that is a lot for a young person to handle. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was so stressed sometimes. Like the anxiety was really high. And just like being at that school, like with so many amazing athletes, like I was like, felt like I have to do perfect. I have to do good. And there were some nights I would even like, well, actually every night 
Well, after those practices, I would go in myself to the gym and I would tumble. Like I, one of my, my cheer bigs that we call like a big and a little, you get a big, a little, my big, like he'd give me the keys to tumble and I just go in every night and tumble extra just to be safe, you know, like, cause there's mat tryouts like for Daytona is our big competition and um, making Matt was my huge goal so I could compete and um, she only picks like a certain amount of the team so right I would go in extra just to be like get my skills down and be sure that I was ready and that's amazing I want to like acknowledge just how much dedication it takes to to go the extra mile to truly go the extra mile because if your coach is already giving you like a crazy practice schedule and then you're on top of that taking the self-motivation to say and on top of that I'm gonna do my own extra work just Mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm really rising above that's extraordinary that's something that not a lot of younger people would be motivated not that when I say that I that probably makes it sound like I'm like 60 or something but (laughs) just when like you're still in your teen years to have the maturity to see that that's going to help you rise above is something that's truly extraordinary so um and when I was watching some of your Instagram videos I was watching you like walk downstairs on your hands which like (laughs) I don't I think if you offered me a million dollars to do that I would not be able to do that but it was fun to watch some of these videos of you like thank you you know the first couple times you got like one or two and then you got like two and a half and then you know a few weeks later you were doing all the stairs on your hands just incredible but oh thank you I love hand walking (laughs) yeah that's crazy going downstairs like that was a fun little video to watch but what you're talking about you know making that and being able to set a goal and achieve the goal is really something that I feel like a lot of people struggle to really conceptualize and be able to apply to their life, you know? So mm-hmm. that's so cool that you've been able to do that. But my original question was, what kept you grounded am- among yes, like, all yeah, this yeah. chaos, all of the things that you were juggling, all of the balancing act that you must have been doing as a student and as a cheerleader at, you know, you're supporting the other athletes, like you said, when you're being a cheerleader, but then also trying to cheer for your own spot at Daytona. What kept you grounded through all of that? Yeah, sorry, I got off topic. No worries. (laughs) Um, What kept me grounded, I know for sure, was just going to church and praying and reading my scriptures. I'm like a firm believer, like if you just pray and stay close to the gospel, like it's helped me 100% in my life. Going down to Corsicana, that was like my first time being away from my family. Like I've always been like, I love families, like I love spending time with them and I've grown up nannying a bunch of families. So I'm always around kids and stuff. And going off to Corsicana was a huge change for me. Like I would call home like every single night and try to like, this was only a few hours and I'd try to come home like every like weekend to see my family. And I was like, I miss you guys. <laughs> and they're like, you're only an hour and a half away. <laughs> yeah. But the church has definitely kept me grounded. There is one LDS church I was like 20 minutes away and I was like me and then two other people on campus were LDS. And that was the whole like Corsicana, like nobody else was really LDS. 
there, and there was another family out there who I love so much, Ken and Brenda. They're a little bit older in this cute lake house. And they really helped me to stay grounded. Like they invited me over to their house and some of my cheer friends. And um, we just had like a, like a family home evening with some of the cheer people and going down uh, when I'd go to church, I would take um, Claudia and Romanos. They're from actually Africa. So they came to Texas to uh, get like a better education and come here. And um, I'd pick them up. I'd be like, come on guys, let's go to church. And it was so fun with them because they didn't have a ride um, to get to the church. And so I'd be like, okay, I'm going to pick you guys up. So that helped me to like find people like me and get more people to come. And it was also just, I'd invite some of the cheer people to come. So, um, and help, uh, I don't know, just kind of just like, um, spread the gospel. I don't know. I just love sharing with everybody cause it makes me so happy and I don't know what I would have done without the gospel in my life. So that definitely kept me grounded. Yeah. That's, that's so cool to hear that. And I know how hard that must be as you're talking about being one of the only members of our church and you're away from your family. And it's not like anybody at school knows if you're going to church or not. You know, it's yeah. not like there's a social pressure. So that's really where I feel like sometimes the rubber meets the road where there's nobody there watching you. It's just up to you whether you, you know, want to make that effort or not. So it sounds like you really were blessed for those efforts. And you talked about how you would read your scriptures too. Tell me what that was like as far as being, because I remember so vividly and it wasn't like that long ago, but I remember as a college student feeling like, where am I supposed to squeeze in scripture time? Like I'm, I can't even keep up on all these studies and there's just so much as a student. So where, where did that fit into this busy schedule of yours? Oh my gosh, I would literally do it really late at night like I was almost like falling asleep <laughs> and I'd be like dozing off okay, okay I gotta just finish this um sometimes it wasn't perfect though like sometimes it'd be like a verse or like ch- my goal was like a chapter that's what I I always try and read a chapter every night and or morning I switched it to morning now because I realize when I do it at night I'm like dead so yeah. And more involved with it, but when I was at Corsicana and Navarro, I'd do it every night because that's when I found I had the most time. Because in the mornings, like I had early class, so I'd hurry and go, and then we'd have practice, and then just things would just come up. So it would be, it'd be like every single night, I'd just try to read a little bit before I go to bed. So I want to ask you. What was it like cheering for Monica? What she seems like a really great balance of genuinely caring, but also being really firm. So tell me what she, what that was like cheering for her. Oh, she is. You're exactly right. She's so like caring and uh, I guess people, we call her like the mom. She, she loves us, but like she knows what's best for us. Because, like, when there's, like, practices, like, we really didn't want to do it. She's like, no, you need this. We need more. <laughs> and um, she's really strict, too. So we'd always, like, get the job done, which is awesome. Because you don't want, like, a coach that's, like, too sweet, you know. And then, like, people kind of walk over them <laughs> or don't listen. But, like, she's also nice, too. So um, 
Yeah, but she also didn't like, she didn't like talk a lot. She was always like, she told us she was always like thinking a lot. So she was yeah. always like trying to process things. So you never knew what she would say because she's just thinking. She's like that thinking person, you know? Yeah. Like always like, <laughs> and so you'd be like, oh no, what, she, what is she going to say? But um, she was really awesome. And I'm super grateful I got to experience like cheering for someone, a coach that's that so amazing and she also like taught me like she is like uh she studied like business she's like Mm -hmm. a business major major and she just taught me to like work hard in school too like she wanted us to always like be on time to our classes be respectful and um work the hardest we can in school and in sports and because she told us like you know, sports aren't going to last forever. Like you're going to get injured. You're going to, you want to start a family or something and you need to focus on school because that's the most important. And I totally agree with that. Like school has always been first for me, um, just like getting good grades and studying. And so she always gave us time for that. And so, yeah, I definitely look up to her in those ways and she helps us in like the real world and like also achieving what our goals for being an athlete. So that's awesome. I love hearing that. Um, what's like maybe your favorite thing that you learned from her, like a favorite lesson or memory or something like that? Hmm. I think my favorite thing is like, there are some people that she like that she picks. She, everyone says she picks people for a reason and she has that gift. Like I truly think she does. She like, knows why she's going to pick them and has them for a reason and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people like before us because we had to know like the history of what's so cool about like Navarro is like you have to learn the whole history of everyone to become an actual like Navarro athlete to be (laughs) initiated for the team and there's been so many people like on the team previous years and this year that don't have all the skills but she sees a potential in them. And that's what I love about her is like, for me, I knew I didn't have all the skills I needed because I just started working at my tumbling skills again when I heard about it. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, that's why I was like, I don't know, I'm not that good. But she definitely saw something in me that she can see like, um, I don't know, just like hard work in people or the work effort. And, um, she knew, she knows that what, who she picks, they're going to do good. So that's really awesome to feel like someone like that, um, knows that you're going to do well, well, and (laughs) she saw the potential in you. Yes. I truly believe that's a gift too, that, that only certain people have to really see someone for who they could become. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What a cool gift. Okay, I want to ask you about having, so you said like you would invite some of these cheerleaders to come maybe to church with you or activities or whatever. What was it like being the only member of our church on this cheer squad? Or I don't know if you call it a squad or a team. I don't want that to be like offensive if you're like, "Um, it's not a squad, it's a team. (laughs) It's a squad. Um, Whatever you want to call it. Whatever. So what was that like being you know, someone who definitely, I just know from being a member of our church, having a little bit different standards and having, you know, a different lifestyle were, mm-hmm. what did that feel like for you? And what was your experience? 
it was another big decision. I was planning on going on a mission for our church or cheering for Navarro. And one of my goals was I, I told myself when I started cheer, I was like, I'm not going to quit cheer until I get a national championship ring. So that was always like ingrained in my head. Like I have to get that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I was debating on going on a mission or cheering for Navarro when I got, ex- when I found out I made the team. And again, I just prayed about it. And the answer came to me that like, you know, maybe you can make this your mission and just be a missionary every day. But especially being out in Corsicana, I never thought it was going to be like that. But like, not a lot of people were Christian and some people were and some were different. But being out there, I truly feel like I was able to serve my mission there. And I just invite them to come to church. And um, I had some friends come and they'd be like, oh, I love this. This is so awesome. And some people even had just different thoughts about us on um, LDS people. They just like, they came across people who were said they're LDS, but, you know, kind of just didn't follow it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not as active. Totally. So they're like, wow, like Summer, thank you so much. Like for, I guess, just showing me that all LDS people aren't that way and that there's yeah. different people out there. So I would just invite them and try and be the best example I can be and teach them about the scriptures. And it was fun at, um, lunches. I remember one of the teammates, we'd always have like discussions about my church and like beliefs and stuff. And they'd all be like, wow, what? You guys do that? Oh my gosh. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> they'd be like, how many siblings do you have? I'd be like, I got five other siblings. They're like, what the heck? So just yeah. like, I guess, teaching them and I don't know, it was fun. So I really enjoyed it. It was hard, but totally worth it. So cool. Oh, I love hearing your experiences. That's I, <laughs> I truly believe too, that we can serve our mission in different ways. It doesn't always have to look like, you know, the same with a badge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have one more question along this along these lines, which is I saw your, a story that you posted like last page of the Book of Mormon. I love this book so much. Tell me your feelings about the Book of Mormon. Um, I just love the Book of Mormon. Like ever, I don't know. I just, so growing, I grew up in the church, so I didn't really have that big like conversion, like, you know, people that were converts and stuff, but mm-hmm. I just have always known that it's true and reading the scriptures and hearing from like missionaries or my dad and people I look up to in the church. And when I read it, like, I just feel so happy and so content. And, um, especially during COVID, like, I feel like without the Book of Mormon, oh my gosh, I would have been a wreck. So uh, that was super helpful. Just every day, just reading it, it keeps me happy and good for the day. So I feel the same. That is so awesome to hear. Um, Tell me what you're doing now. What does life look like now? So, um, I'm here in Texas hanging, just chilling with my family (laughs) for COVID, but, um, I'm actually heading back up to Utah, um, for school at, uh, Utah Valley University. 
So um, super excited for that. Um, moving up with some of my friends here in Texas in our apartment. And um, I'm actually starting my own business. So with my parents, they've had, um, they're very businessy entrepreneur people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's always been a dream of mine to start my own fitness clothing line. And I don't, I've never really thought I would actually get to that point. I was like, Oh yeah, that'd be fun. But, um, like two weeks ago, I actually just did, we shot our video shoot with my cheer friends. We had Lexi who I love. She's so awesome. And, um, Mackenzie, she's awesome too. It was so fun. And we had some of my friends come over. But with COVID, we were going to have more people. But, like, with COVID, it's just too crazy. But, um, yeah, and then we did our photo shoot. And um, I'm super excited, super nervous because I've never done anything like this. But I love business, and that's my major. And so I'm starting this up, and it's going to be, like, an online um, fitness clothing um, shop, like Instagram and little website. and. Also, there's a little cool thing about it. So like the shorts, the bottoms, which mm -hmm. I'm super excited about. It's like um, when you tumble, like sometimes this has happened to me a lot, but <laughs> super embarrassing. When you tumble, they call it like tumble peeing because sometimes you'll like pee when you tumble. <laughs> and it's really embarrassing. But yeah, so um, my big was telling me this that the year before I came, one of the girls in the pyramid, she like, mm -hmm. maybe I shouldn't tell this. I won't say who, but she like Peter pants. And apparently she, <laughs> had, she had to change them. Monica was like, go get new shorts. So um, we came up with some like leggings, biker shorts and short shorts with like, I guess like also period protection or tinkle tumbling proof bottoms. Yeah. That's and awesome. Just any accidents. And yeah. so that's going to be our little thing for my clothing line. And just um, super nice. And yeah. So cool. We'll make sure. I've seen your other account. So we'll be sure to link to that um, yes. along with your regular Instagram account too at the end. But I have one last question for you before we wrap up. And that is if there's one message that you want the listeners to remember from this episode, what do you want that one message to be? I think that if you have any type of goal or dream or anything you're passionate about, I say just go for it. And um, I know that kind of sounds cheesy, but like it may be like the scariest thing you've ever thought and you think you'll never get there. But if you work hard and put in all your effort you can, I know that you'll succeed and just go all in for it. And you never know what's going to happen. Like I said in the beginning, like it could, you could have thought it's going to go one way and that's what you were looking for. But in the end, it, leads you to an even better and greater thing. And that's um, what I like about um, what cheer has taught me. It's taught me to work hard and not just cheer, but like school and friendships and family and church that when you put in your best work and go all out, that you're going to get 
the best results. And um, that's what Navarro is about, is getting the best results. We are this small community college, but we've won the most national championships because we go all out and we don't um, give up. So whatever you're doing in your life, just don't give up and know that Heavenly Father has a plan for you. Thank you, Summer. That was just so amazing to hear your story and hear how you know, your plan all kind of came together or not your plan, but Heavenly Father's plan for you came all together (laughs) and all of the things that you experienced and you learned. It was just so awesome to hear that from you. So where can people find you if they want to follow along and keep seeing, you know, what you're up to and also, you know, look into your new business and support you when that all comes out? Um, Okay. So you can follow me at Summer Wilkinson. I think it's summer underscore underscore Wilkinson uh-huh. and that's my personal page and then for my fitness our clothing line that actually used to be like I did this like fitness page and stuff so <laughs> that's gonna be all revamped but um that'll be my our clothing like account and it's um salty s-a-l-l-t-t-y which stands for summer all the time because when you're wearing my clothing you'll be reminded that summer all year long (laughs) and to get sweaty so that's my theme is salty because when you work out you you know you get sweaty and um so when you wear my clothing you're gonna get sweaty you're gonna get a good workout in and um so that's going to hopefully drop in the next two weeks we're doing a kickstarter video and we get 45 days to hopefully meet our goal, which I'm crossing my fingers we meet our goal because that's I've been just taking it step by like day by day, you know. Because I don't like I don't know for this business it kind of like scares me to think too ahead in the future. So yeah. my parents are doing that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're like, oh, we gotta do this and this, and I'm like, wait, we just gotta like get this goal. That's all I'm thinking about. And. So yeah, that's where you can find it. Um, it's salty and yeah, and it's two L's because summer and then all and then the time. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, we'll link to those and thanks again so much for hanging out with me today and sharing yes. all of your experiences. Thanks so much for listening to Mint Arrow Messages. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Mint Arrow subscribe to our Apple podcasts and rate and review us if you like us. And to get show notes, go to mintarrow.com slash podcast. And you can even sign up to get show notes emailed right to your inbox. And we'll email you every time there's a new episode.